See how he did. Gideon. And the Lord said unto Gideon, Peace be unto you. Fear not. I ain't killing you. Boy, that's nice, isn't it? I like that. Or you're not going to die. The enemy's not going to kill you. So that's what happened. After he gave that offering, God said to Gideon, Peace be to you. Don't fear. And the enemy will not kill you. And that's why so often we don't realize our potential because we don't have the peace of God. We are fearful. And we're just under enemy attack. And we lay down instead of fighting and believing. Potential. I love this line. I wrote it, but it says, you're going to make it, man. Say that with me. You're going to. Can you say it louder? Come on. You're going to. Man, isn't that good? How many of you had somebody tell you that when you were down? They said something like that. You're going to make it, man. How'd that do for you? Amen. Say, you ain't going to make it, man. You're pitiful. You know, I can't believe what happened to you. Instead of talking to me about what happened to me, talk to me how I'm going to make it. Amen. Say, tell me to get my head up, get my chin up, look up. Amen. That's what God did. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord. He called it Jehovah Shalom. Unto this day, it's an Ophrah of the Abbey's right. So he built an altar right there because he had peace with God. Here he is, and God's just getting started on this joker. He says, I'm the least of my tribe. I'm just the runner of the, of the tribe. God chose this man to work on him. Gideon gets peace from God before he starts battling the enemy. Say that with me. Gideon gets what? Peace from God before he starts what? That's the problem with what I see a lot of times on TV and in Christianity. Listen, man. We need to get that relationship with God right. Amen. You need to make sure you're saved. You're praying You probably don't even know the Bible says God doesn't even hear your prayer. If you don't believe in Jesus, He's our advocate with God the Father. Who are you praying to? Amen or amen. You must be born again. You must know Christ as your Savior. You need to get that peace today. Today. Get it today. I'm going to make sure I'm saved. I'm going to put my faith in Jesus Christ. Get that peace. But as believers in Christ... Instead of getting out there battling, running ahead, you got yourself in a jam, whatever it might be, get that peace with God. Get along with God. Cry with the Lord. You hear me? Talk to Him. I don't know how to talk to Him. Do you know how to talk to me? You know how to talk to your mama? You know how to talk to your daddy? You know how to talk to your brother? You know how to talk to your sister? You know how to talk to people at Publix? Talk to Him that way. Just talk to Him. Get that peace in your life. Are you hearing me? That's what Gideon got. I'm at peace with the Lord. Just some scriptures and the peace of God which passes all understanding. So keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. When crisis is in our life, boy, that's when we need peace. I need you, Lord. You're of God, little children. You've overcome them because greater is He that's in you than He that's in this world. Boy, that'll bring you peace, won't it? Amen? That's gas in the Ford right there, baby. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting what? Strength. Peace. We're learning from this story with Gideon. Poor as dirt. Fearing for his life. Barely surviving. Enemies everywhere. He had a little bit of faith. That's all he had. A little bit of faith. And the Lord blessed him for that little bit of faith, and he's now receiving the peace of God. Amen. When he, ha- when he gives quietness, who then can make 
trouble. I love that verse from Job. When God gives me quiet peace, who can trouble me? Say, if I've got the peace of God in my life, who can trouble me? Amen or amen. Beautiful scriptures. We're talking about making some serious progress. I studied this week, and me and Raj get together, and bless his heart, he has to listen to this before y'all do. But I said this as we were talking. If you get with God, he'll get with you. Amen. Say that with me. If you get with God, he'll get with you. Now, in the country, we, we go Jew. If you get with God, he'll get with you. That's country talk. If you get with God, he'll get with you. You don't understand what I'm going through. How about this? If you get with God, he'll get with you. Yeah, but this happened. Well, excuse me. How about if you get with God, he'll get with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. hush your mouth. How about you go get with God and see if he get with you? Amen. This is something we're learning. You want to make serious progress? Peace with God. It doesn't come without faith in him. But you can still have your doubts and your ifs. But that peace will come. Let's keep looking. And it came to pass the same night. What night? The night the angel of the Lord, the night that he put the vittles out on the rock and all that fire. Remember that? The same night the Lord said unto him, Gideon, what? Take your father's young bull, even the second bull of seven years old, and throw down the altar of Baal. What? I was just bringing you like a present. I didn't want to do anything. (laughs) That your father has. And cut down the grove that's by it. What? Like I said, when you talk about Gideon, you usually get to the story we're going to do next week. Don't spend a lot of time on this one, but I like this. Our potential progresses as we do what God says do. Say that with me. Our potential progresses as we do what God says do. We want potential like this. We want everything to be fixed immediately. That is crazy living. That is not life. Amen. You're going to have to work your way through mess, but you've got to believe you can. And you will, because you're, it's possible, you're capable, and you're well able. So do what God says do. Say that with me. Do what God says do. You're not out of the woods maybe yet. Your life's still a mess. I get that. But listen. You're believing in Him. And now you've got the peace in your life. That He's with you. Now listen. Do what He says do. Amen. Not that hard here to figure it out. It's hard to do sometimes because we're crazy. God said to Gideon, prepare a specific offering. Throw down the altar of Baal. Cut down the grove that's by it. What is that all about? Here's how far his dad had wandered from from faith. His daddy had turned his back on God. But so had so many others. He was worshiping an idol in the woods. Instead of the true God, he was worshiping some small little idol over in the woods named Baal. Okay? Who is Baal? Baal's the supreme what kind of God? Of the Canaanite nations, the worship to this false God was extensive among the Israelites as well. That's who his daddy was worshiping. 
No wonder they're in a bad way. Amen. And I was thinking about it. How quickly things can turn around. My grandma's name was Beulah Reynolds. Long before I ever sang, Beulah Land, I'm longing for you. My favorite gospel song. My grandma was named Beulah. How could my mama, coming from that woman, be a drunk? That's how quick things can happen, guys. Things in our family can go to hell in a handbasket in a hurry. And then there's this whole family called the Clarks that are living like crazy people, don't know a thing about God. We know more about how somebody's drinking every night and how somebody's cheating on somebody growing up than we knew about the things of God. But as quick as it got like that, it can be turned around that quick by Mama watching Billy Graham and walking up a street and humbling herself and getting saved. You have potential, don't you? Yes or no? Stop thinking you're doomed. It's correct. God can do things in a hurry. Amen. If you came from a crazy family, good. You got some potential. Amen. Say. Amen. That's okay. So Gideon had a crazy daddy who worshipped Baal. And that grove, he said, so throw down that, uh, that, uh, that image and cut down the grove. What's the grove? It's a small stretch of woods, a little patch of woods where altars were erected and they, would stay, they served as a worship facility in the woods. And so that's what these people would do. These are the children of God. And yet they turn their back on God and they're going over in the woods, a little patch of woods, worshiping this little idol. God says, Gideon, tear it down. And build an altar unto the Lord thy God upon the top of this rock. Okay, that rock ain't, ain't worth a dime. You tear it down and build it on this rock in the ordered place and take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the grove which you're going to cut down. Do you see how God's talking to him? Yes or no? Don't get lost here. It ain't that hard. So, build it on this rock, right here, an altar, on this rock. Tear down that sucker and cut down the woods. Offer the burnt sacrifice with the wood from the grove. What wood am I going to burn? You're going to burn the wood right there that you just cut down that grove with. And Gideon, he, he already said, I'm, I'm the least of my tribe. He's not some big joker. This ain't Paul Bunyan here. This is little Gideon. Well, I can't see. I'm, I don't, I'm not strong enough. I'm small. Good. You're a prime candidate for God to work through. He doesn't like to work through proud mess anyway. So you're perfect for his, for his situation here. By the way, this was his father's grove. I already said that. My greatest potential comes from my heavenly father, not my earthly father. Did you hear me or not? My greatest potential comes from God Almighty. Instead of complaining about your past or your upbringing or whatever, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying it's not true. But your greatest potential comes from God Almighty. Tap into Him. Believe Him. Have faith in Him. Are you hearing me today? I mean, y'all are alive, right? You're awake here? I mean, this kind of message makes you want to run around the building. I love this stuff. Then Gideon took ten of his servants, ten men. He's doing what God says do. 
he is crazy enough to believe God. And he did as the Lord said. And so it was because he what? He what? He feared his father's household and all the men of the city that he couldn't do it during the day. He didn't think he could do it during the day and succeed. So he did it when? When everybody's sleeping. I'm going to go knock that sucker right off that little thing they got him sitting on. I'm going to cut out of woods. That's what I'm doing. We're going to do it tonight. Gideon did what God said to do. What happened? Was he scared? Say it with me. Was he scared? Yeah, he's scared. That's why he did it at night. Scared to death. But did he doubt? No. Don't you want to get there in your life? Isn't that good? Don't you want to get there in your life? When you're hurting, you're in trouble, you're scared, you're all that. I'm not saying it's going to get fixed overnight. It ain't. But don't you want to get to the place where you know God is God and He's going to take care of your tail? Amen. I love that. That's what's happened through a lot of the pain in my life and the struggle in my life. I feel like I'm at a place right now. I haven't arrived. I'm my biggest problem. But I have a whole lot more confidence in God having come through the crap than I had before. That's a good place to be, isn't it? Say, boy, that's a potential. Good stuff. God said it. And Gideon said this. He said what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to do it. What you going to do? Ten men. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, we're going to go over there. We're going we're gonna to knock that you know, thing up by worship down, and we're going we're gonna to cut a tree down. What? Why are we going to follow you? But whatever. God blessed him, didn't he? What happened? Well, he's making some serious progress, obviously. This ain't like where we found him, is it? He, he's not cowering anymore behind that wine press, is he? Say, say. Throwing wheat up, wondering if he's going to make it just one more day or if he's going to starve to death. Now he's got him ten men doing what God says do. So stop doubting and start what? This is me just reading the Bible. This is what I'm learning. Clark, stop doubting and start what? Doing. And when the men of the city got up the next morning, uh uh-oh, behold, the altar of of Baal was what? Well, we know who did it, don't we? Who did it? Gideon. And the grove was cut down. That was by it. It doesn't mean there was a lot of woods. It could just be a small little tree. There's not a lot of trees in Israel anyway. It could have been just two little, three little trees over there. They cut down. And the second bullet was offered upon the altar that was built. There's a fresh offering over there. This is Gideon. He did it. Bell was thrown down. The grove was cut down. And the offering was laid down. Say that with me. Come on. Bell was thrown down, the grove was cut down, and the offering was what? Laid down. That's some good preaching right there. Come on, I like that. It was no secret. Gideon did this. They knew Gideon did it. And they wanted Gideon killed. Are you all okay so far? The men of the city wanted him dead. And even men in his own house. And they came and said to one another, Who did this? Who knocked Baal down? And when they inquired and asked, they said, Gideon did it. You know that little joker? Him! The son of Joash did this thing. You mean that little guy? Then the men of the city said to Joash, Gideon's daddy, Bring out that little rump boy of yours. 
so that he can die. Because he's cast down the altar of Baal. And because he cut down the grove. You feel it or not? Y'all are hard to get excited. I'm just saying. It's just a great, it's like a movie, isn't it? I know you're listening. It's like a movie. And God uses Gideon's earthly daddy. Now, this is funny right here. You mean the Baal worshiping daddy? That's the thing about your potential. You don't know how things are going to work out in your life. You don't know who God's going to use. Do you? Yes or no? How many of you look back and you just can't believe some of the things that God's used people in your life? Let me see some man. Just come on. Crazy. I never thought no. It's craziness. Hey, little baby. Here we go. Now watch this. This is, this is his daddy. Don't leave on me. And Gideon's daddy, Joash, said unto all that stood against his son. All these men want to kill his boy. Listen to this man. Will you plead for Baal? Will you save Baal? He that will plead for him, let him be put to death. While it's yet morning. Daddy talking crazy like daddy been drinking. If Baal is a god, let him plead for himself. Because one has cast down his altar. I'm going to tell you something. There's some great insight right here. If you'll just stay with me a second. What did his daddy say? Why are you boys here trying to kill my son? If Baal is all that we've made Baal to be, let him kill my boy. There's a false religion today that has taken over much of the earth. It's called Islam. It's a false religion. Sorry if that's a news flash for you. And it's interesting. So many of the followers of this false religion, Allah and Muhammad, it's funny how they got to stand up and fight for their God. You know why they have to do it? Because He can't! Did you hear what I just said? Why you need to be cutting people's heads off, cutting people's arms off, why you need to be doing that if He is all that? Isn't that a great insight? Yes or no? Did I lose you? Oh, you can't say that you're going to get killed. I'm ready to go. It's the God honest truth, is it or not? Yes or no? See, Jesus didn't call us to kill people. Jesus came and gave His life so dead people could live. You understand? He's called us not to kill people, but to do what? Love people. To go into all the world and preach the gospel. To let your light shine. Amen. I just think that's a great insight right from the Word of God, right for us today, on what false religion does. Absolutely nothing. Hello? Yes or no? Yeah, praise the Lord. You ought to praise the Lord. And the other thing is this, and I'm not trying to get ugly, but I care less, really. The other thing is this. How many people worshiping false gods are in poverty? I'm not talking about that you're not rich. I don't want you to be rich. I don't care about being rich. But these people can't even eat, many of them. Starving to death. 
That's where false religion leads. It'll lead you behind the wine press throwing up stuff in the air trying to get your last meal. Did you hear me? Just think about it. Now, John, I know you're a Bible scholar and student, but that's pretty good right there, wasn't it? That's strong. That's good teaching. It's truth, but that's just me reading the Bible. You can read the Bible too. Good stuff, man. And here's his crazy daddy saying this. Wow. Dad, you got something on the ball for once. Therefore, on that day, his daddy called him Jerobel. I'm going to call you Jerobel now. Gideon, you're going to be Jerobel. Saying, let Baal plead against him because he's thrown down his altar. Therefore, keep, keep going. Thank you, buddy. Will you plead for Baal, he says? If he's a god, let him plead for himself. His daddy said, I'm going to call you Jerobel. And that means Baal pleads. Amen. So, interesting. We're almost done. The enemies are gathering, though. Not the enemies of his family. No, no, they just went away. What happened to his family and the men of the city? His dad said what he said, and they couldn't argue with it. I guess, I guess you're right. I guess we shouldn't kill him. If, if Baal wants him dead, he'll be dead by Friday or Monday, I guess. He don't need me to be evil and do it. Yes or no? But the enemies are gathering, the real enemies. The Midianites are out there. The ones that stolen their land, their crops, literally hundreds of thousands of them are gathering. That's why God has chosen this man Gideon. And we'll see that next week, but we've got to finish this first. Then all the Midianites and the Malachites and the children of the east were gathered together and went over and they pitched in the valley of Jezreel. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. Boy, isn't that what you want when you're in your mess? Don't you want the Spirit of God on you? Amen. Say. We're not talking about wacky. We're talking about where you have faith, where you have peace with God, where you start doing what God says do, and you see that God is in you and working through you. That's beautiful. And the, But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. And watch what Gideon did. He blew a trumpet. Don't seem like the same fellow anymore, does it? Look at Gideon. About to starve to death, Gideon. Look at him blowing a horn now. And Abiezer were gathered after him. And people that were with him, there's people following him now. He's blowing a horn. They're getting some life in him. I can see some potential, baby. I'm feeling some potential, ain't you say? Now, if you don't know the story of Gideon, don't miss next week. And if you do know, there's a good chance we might say something you ain't thought about. So he's making some serious progress, but we ain't quite done. Gideon calls the troops for a meeting. He got him a little army going. That is funny. Gideon of all people. You ain't never going to be no General Jack. He sent messengers throughout all Manasseh. That's his tribe. Who also were gathered after him. And he sent, messen he sent messengers all to other tribes. To Asher, to Zebulon, to Naphtali. Now he's sending them to other tribes of Israel. He's getting him a gang, baby. Getting him an army. This doesn't even sound like the same man, does it? Yes or no? Amen. Say. What? How many would put a hand up and say, I can't believe God has used me like He's used me? They should go, it's okay. It's okay. You're, not, you're bragging on Jesus. Amen. I can't believe it. Some more positive ifs. There's nothing wrong with doubting. God can work with your doubting. When, he, when He's leading you and you're on this planet hurting and different things happen in life and part of it's your fault. Maybe somebody else did it. Life gets hard. And it's only normal to wonder, right? Say, so, 
And so here's Gideon. Gideon said unto God, If, if you'll save Israel by my hand, as you said, that's a big task for a little guy. Amen. And looking at you, winning and seeing hundreds of thousands. Gideon says, Behold, I'm going to put a fleece of wool in the floor. Now, what does that mean? Say wool rag. Wool rag. One more time. Wool rag. How hard is this? It's a rag made of wool. Could be a big rag. Don't get lost here yet. He says, look, if you with me and you say I can do this, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a fleece of wool, a wool rag, in the floor. And if, 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 if the dew be on the rag in the morning and all the ground is dry, wool rag wet, all the other ground dry then I'm going to know you're going to save Israel by my hand. Please don't be upset with me, God. I'm just a man. I'm screwed up. I don't know about all this, but it's just something I feel like I need to do. Don't do what Gideon did. Don't go get you in a wool rag this afternoon. This was Gideon. Amen. So what happened? God continues to work on his weakness. And it was so. It was so. Next morning he gets up early. He goes out there and gets that wool rag. He wrings out the dew. It was sopping wet. Filled up a bowl of water. Crazy. So you think everything would be good now with Gideon. No, he's still got doubts. And Gideon said unto God, Please don't be too angry at me. Please, you know my daddy. He's crazy. You know I had a rough upbringing. And he's doing a little of this. He said, I'm going to speak to you just one more time, one more time, please. With this fleece thing, you know, my wool rag. Let it now be, please, dry on the wool and wet on the ground. Does that sound like us sometimes, yes or no? We are crazy, aren't we? We struggle with trusting God, don't we? And I'm just seeing that it's normal. He uses normal people. And God did so that night. I'm not saying do this. I think a lot of people take this and run with it, and they're crazy. Okay? What I see from this is that God is patient with us. Amen. And He sees our weakness. He sees our, our lack of faith in Him. And He sees our ifs. Thank God He can work through those. When we have peace and when we believe and we have a spirit that wants to do right. Okay? Got it? So many people want to do the wrong thing, live their life the way they want to, and throw out a fleece for Jesus. <laughs> Come on, that's not how that's going to work, baby. And God did so that night, for it was dry on the fleece only. Man, are you kidding? He gets up the next morning, and he's ringing that thing. Ain't nothing coming out. And that ground is sopping wet. Wow. Remember this? Do you know something? We've got to quit. Before Gideon ever did anything, God saw who Gideon was. He saw his potential in verse 12. Before he did any, he didn't cut down, he didn't throw down, he didn't do no altar, he didn't do any of this, he didn't do no fleece, he did nothing. God said, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in verse 12 and said, said unto him, say it with me, The Lord is with you, thou mighty man of valor.
God sees that we are incredible. That we have potential. How many, just again with an uplifted hand, you would say, I've made it through things in my life that I never would have thought in a million years I could have made it through. Let me see some hands. Look at that. Isn't that awesome? You have potential. God sees it before you do jack squat. Quit trying to buy God. He sees your potential when you do the right thing. He sees if you'll trust Him a little bit, even with your ifs, and you do what God says do, you have all kinds of potential. God's creating a what? A general right before our very eyes. Isn't He? Right in the Scriptures. You mean the little guy behind the, behind the, behind the wine press? Last minute. He's creating a general right before our very eyes. You probably don't see yourself as a general. Why not? Amen. Say. Why not me? Amen. Say. Amen. I don't see myself, and I don't think pride's ever a good thing, but I like me. Can you say that to yourself out loud? One, two, three. I like me. He loves the snot out of you. Why don't you like you? Amen. Say. Potential, baby. I could go on and on and on and on and on. But this message is going to be what? Continue next week. Now, come on, man. If you can't be here next week, turn on a computer somewhere. Amen. And don't forget, let's see what really happens. Amen. Let's thank him for his word this morning. I think it was a good time together. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Good message.